how to beat inflation. I'm going to start with a question. In the chat, in a word, tell me how you, how you, 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 not your clients. How are you feeling about the market, the industry, et cetera? It's okay. This is a safe space. You can use your inside voice. I'm really curious. Give me one word on how you're feeling about the market right now. I'll pause for a second. Is anybody going to drop anything in the chat? What do we see? Nervous. Now, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> two votes for nervous. Volatile. What a quiet bunch. There's almost 100 of you. Come on. Like, like, there we go. Ready to buy soon. I like that one. Fine. Not bad. Fantastic. Meh. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I think that pretty much sums it up, right? Everything from nervous to fantastic with some meh in the middle. And uh, I am shockingly calm. That's a great one. I like that. Yes. Maybe you're a sociopath. I don't know. It's uh, there, There's a great book uh, called The Wisdom of the Psychopath. That one might be worth checking out. There's a psychopath test in it, uh, which I, I think I failed just barely. So it's all good. But um, anyway, a lot of very successful sociopaths out there in business and apparently psychopaths as well. So uh, anyway, lots of opinions in the media, indeed. And we're going to get into that. And uh, a little bit of a roller coaster, a little bit cloudy, a little bit foggy. Can't do much about it. Take it as it comes. Okay, well, there we go. That's how people are feeling. There's some general sentiment out there. Here's my best attempt to try and help change how you're feeling for the better. If it needs to be better, if you're already feeling good, maybe you're just going to feel really, really good. So here goes. First question or next question, I suppose. What's the number one best thing you can invest in in a declining market? Yourself, right? Obviously, this is the best way to win. Don't just work harder, although you'll need to. Work smarter. Be smarter. Level up your skills. Read more books and less news. The, negative, the negativity out there driven by the media is affecting a lot of people in our industry in particular, some of them quite personally, mainly because it is just so insidious and relentless. And it finds you wherever you are at home, sitting on a mountain, sitting on a beach, sitting on a boat, sitting in an air, airport. It doesn't matter. It finds you. And it usually finds you in the form any day, any time of the day or night, any week of the day. It finds you in the form of a text or a call, often from a family member or an old friend you haven't spoken to for a while. I got one just last night at 8.30, and um, it's, uh, you know, question one, how are you? I didn't even get time to reply to how I was, and then question two came in, have you got time for a coffee? And, um, you know, you're just chilling, you're happy to reconnect, and two minutes into that coffee, I hope I'm wrong, but you know what often is the case, right? Two minutes into that conversation, hey, so can I ask you about uh, my mortgage, the markets, rates, inflation, the Bank of Canada, and you're back on shift. You're, you're working again. And I mean, many of us would like to answer these questions uh, being asked of us with a question about that person's work that'll take them 20 to 30 minutes to unpack at 8.30 at night on a Saturday night or whatever it is, right? For the 13th time that day. Except here's the rub. In a lot of cases, these people aren't actually working. They're often retired and they don't even have a mortgage, but they still want you know another 20 minutes of your life to talk about mortgages because, well, hey, broker life, right? Take this as a compliment. It's you being viewed as a trusted advisor, as the market expert, something that you've been working towards for years in many cases. So, hey, you've arrived. You've arrived. It's kind of like, um, you know, the moment where 
I was sitting behind Sean Penn on an airplane and I knew I absolutely had a right to lean over the front of the seat with my phone in my hand and to get my head in with his and take a selfie, right? Because that's what he signed up for. It was a flight out of Winnipeg a couple of years ago, right? That's what he signed up for. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't do that because, well, I mean, we do know how that feels, right? Like we'd want a little downtime, which brings me to rule number one of three rules I'm going to unpack here for you. Downtime, unplug for real. When I actually ride off into the woods, which is usually that's how I unplug, I get on something with two wheels and or maybe two skis, and I head into the mountains. My phone is in my backpack. Now there'll be a GPS uh, rescue beacon hanging on uh, the strap of my backpack moving forward out here, but that's another story. The phone, the ringer's off, vibrate is off, it's tucked in the backpack, and it's not coming out unless it truly needs to. And as I say, I'll, I'll, I'll loop back to that. But, you know, back to beating inflation, invest in yourself. So Sunday, I went for one of these rides, two rides, in fact, uh, both big, both fast and both pretty intense. And I learned a few things that I think apply. When approaching a slick, wet, narrow, you know, uh, wooden bridge at speed with a little bit of a bad angle and thing, you're like not quite seeing the other side of the bridge, you're sort of seeing you're like you're going to go off the bridge midway through. Uh, when things are looking a little dicey like that, sometimes grabbing a fistful of brake is the wrong thing. Trying to slow down, trying to spring things to a stop. Sometimes when it looks like things are going to go off kilter, that's the worst plan. Sometimes the best plan is a little more throttle, a little more effort, a little more horsepower. And a lot of times, the faster you go, the more balanced you actually are. At least, of course, on two wheels, that, that is the rule. So as I say, sometimes the best plan, a little more throttle. Keep the front end light, right? The bow of the boat up on plane, the tips of the skis up out of the snow, head up, eyes up, attitude up. Cut the throttle and you just might stuff it. Last year, we were all just order takers. We didn't have to worry about the throttle. It was just coming at us as fast as we could, right? We had a massive, massive tailwind. It was all downhill. It was fantastic. Downhill in a good way, gravity fed. We were moving without having to make much of an effort. Today, we're exactly as busy as we want to be. You have exactly as much business as you deep down want to have. You do, whether that's too much still, because there's a lot of you that still have too much business for, for your own comfort levels, or too little. Deep down, that's where you're at. Are you easing up? Are you buying into the negative that there's no action out there? There's a ton of action out there. There's a ton of mortgage transactions happening out there in the world today. Or are you pushing the gas pedal down? Are you marketing to your database? Are you calling your referral partners? Are you doubling down and getting out there in front of people? You know, after that first ride, and I had that little moment with the slick bridge where I did do the right thing because I've learned that lesson the hard way. I It's like we need to push a little harder, not ease up. So after that, that ride, a 20-minute nap, right? I, I, I drove about an hour and a half, rode for two, three hours, drove an hour and a half home, unpacked everything, threw it all in the wash, stretched out, had a 20-minute nap because, well, hey, 2,000 calories burned. And also, Olympic athletes routinely nap after training as it locks in muscle memory, all that training, all that work that you just did, it locks it into the hard drive, right? Takes it from the RAM to the ROM. I think that's what I want to say. I random access to the read-only. And a 20-minute nap because rule number two, things in motion tend to stay in motion. 
So it was a 20 minute nap, not a 90 minute nap, right? Use it or lose it, stand still long enough here in BC and you will rust in place. So the 27K mountain bike ride that I wound up doing in the afternoon, that wasn't even on the agenda. No, not at all, but so what? I had a quick little nap, I got up before I froze up and got moving, right? So a little bit of rest is always a good thing. So I'm not saying don't ease up a little bit yourself now and then, a little bit of rest matters. Just don't go into a deep sleep. Don't pull back from your marketing. Don't lay off staff. Stay in touch with your database. Lean in and double down on your database, 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 database. All right. So again, I'm going to ride number two. I'm back on a bike. This time it's got some pedals. Two hours and 15 minutes of nonstop climbing later at 908 meter peak. What did I realize? I realized number three, your number three takeaway here. We are each and every one of us capable of way more than we realize. We really are. The feedback I got on Sunday's blog post, which I'm going to unpack next as part two of this episode, was unusually positive, right? And it was a thousand and ten words. It was way more than I wanted to put out there. Uh, but, you know, despite the headline, you know, being, will your payment rise by 45%, arguably a touch negative, I couldn't believe the amount of positive feedback that came into the inbox on Sunday and Monday. And I'm wondering, is that due to so many of us feeling a little more negative than usual? And it just takes a little bit of positivity to move the needle, a little bit of math. And math, I'm the first to say, is a pain in the ass. It is. I don't like doing all that math. I mean, it was nice that I could just sit down with the app and I did it all on, on the app, which was phenomenal. But these garbage headlines, they're a bigger pain in the ass, especially for our clients. And if you're alleviating that pain that your clients are feeling from reading those headlines with real math and showing them how in their world, everything's going to be okay. And I'm not saying it's going to be okay in 100% of Canadians' lives or even in 100% of your clients' lives, but it's going to be okay in probably 90% or more of your clients' lives, probably 99% of your clients' are going to be just fine. They're going to get through this. Now, that was last week's headline. This week, we've got the new one. One in four homeowners forced to sell from high interest rates. Total nonsense sponsored by all things. By all things sponsored by a bank. A bank in the mortgage business. I mean, do we short their stock? Is that what they're basically saying? That one in four of homeowners are going to wind up defaulting on their mortgages unless they can sell their house? No, I don't think that's what they mean to be saying by releasing that garbage. But, you know, one can only wonder why a bank would publish such nonsense. But there it is. And it reverts back to rule number one, right? Unplug. Unplug as much as you can. Now, our clients are never going to unplug. And that's why we're going to have to do the math. Do the math. Take the time. Hey, take the bits of the, the content that I've put out and feel free to use that math. It's just math. It's not pri pr proprietary, right? It's not trademarked. All right. That's part one. 